the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. We see in the second reading of St. Paul's letter to the Galatians how he talks about these two children, one of a slave woman, which is Hagar, who gave birth to Ishmael, and one of a free woman, whose name was Sarah, and who gave birth to Isaac. St. Paul says, For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave and one by a free woman. The son of the slave woman was born naturally, the son of the free through a promise. He says this is an allegory and it represents two covenants or two like relationships that God has with us. First one that really couldn't lead us to freedom and the second one which is the one of the promise that gives us true freedom in Jesus Christ. He says, Jerusalem above is free and she is our mother. You, like Isaac, are children of the promise. Who is God's promise? Before Jesus ascends into heaven, he says to the apostles, don't go and preach the gospel yet, not yet. But wait until you have received the promise of my Father. Until you have been clothed with power from on high. In Acts chapter 1, Jesus, before he ascends, says that we should wait for the promise of the Father. About which you have heard me speak. For John baptized with water. But in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. God's promise is His Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Uh, Over Christmas Mass, you know, we had a lot of people that came to Mass for the first time in a long time. And they came up to me and they're like, Father John, I love your energy. Like, okay, like cool. I'm glad you're inspired. I'm glad you're inspired, right? I love your energy. And we, in today's culture, we have this, these terms of, like, energy or spirits or, you know, I would rather you say, Father John, I love how the Holy Spirit works in you. This energy, it's not some voodoo, yoga type of energy, like peace and joy. It's the Spirit of God living in us. We, as children of the promise, have the Holy Spirit in us. And the fruits of the Spirit, as he continues in Galatians 5, read Galatians 5. He says, for freedom Christ has set you free. Do not submit to the yoke of slavery. And he continues and says, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, we did it over Christmas. Say it with me. Our love, joy, peace, patience. So he continues. And when you see love, joy, peace within me, don't tell me that's energy. That's the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. You, children of the promise, are called to this same energy. Holy Spirit, come on. So this is the Spirit of God living in us. St. Paul says, and we're going to just repeat after me. You've heard this from me, maybe if you were at St. Joseph. Say this with me. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Can I just get all the babies, like the kids, Kids, raise your hands. Can you, I want you to say it. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, you can do way better. Your parents know that you're very loud in your house. Kids, this is your second home. You live here, okay? 
where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Okay, good. Okay. St. Paul says today, for freedom, Christ has set us free. For freedom. That freedom is the goal of the Christian life, to be free in Christ. Freedom from sin. Freedom from sin. But not just freedom from, but freedom for. Freedom from sin. Freedom from lust, pornography, freedom from hatred, freedom from unrighteous anger, freedom from gossip, but not just freedom from, not just freedom from, not just, it's not just about sin, but freedom for, freedom for love, freedom for peace, freedom for joy, freedom to live in your identity as a child of the promise, as a child of God. Not freedom from, but freedom for. For freedom, Christ set you free. Do not submit to the yoke of slavery. When we just say no to sin, we're living as children of, of the slave woman. So St. Paul says, they're children of two covenants. The first is from Mount Sinai. Tell me, what came from Mount Sinai? Ten Commandments. Very good. Those Ten Commandments, are they good? They're good. Okay. They instruct us. They lead us. They guide us. They're like the moral code. You know, they're good. But it's not just about saying no to sin. God has called us to a life not just slaving like, oh, I'm so scared to do this. I'm so scared to do this. Don't, don't do this and don't do that and don't do this. It's not just about that. God wants his spirit, his life to live in us so that we love. We love with the divine love of God in us. The Holy Spirit, Romans 5.5, 5, is the love of God poured into us. Holy Spirit is divine love. It's personified love. Father, Son, love of God. Father, Son, love of God, basically. Father, Son, the Father and the Son, and the love was so deep within them that it became a person, and the person is holy. Amen. Thank you. Good job. This is not energy. This is Holy Spirit. We say no to sin so that we can say yes to Holy Spirit. So that we can be who we're made for and we can be who we're meant to be. Let's talk about the gospel. In the gospel, we have three sets of kings, okay? Three kings. Not the three kings like the three wise men. I'm actually going to talk about three different types of kings. The first is King Herod. Can you say King Herod? King Herod. All right, King Herod. King Herod was threatened by Jesus. He, rec he, he heard that there's another king, another king of Israel, and he was scared to lose his power. So he became hostile to Jesus and he eventually tried to kill him. Today, St. Paul says, just as then the child of the flesh, King Herod, persecuted the child of the spirit. And St. Paul says it's the same right now. Jesus is defined as a Nazarene. And we know that it wasn't too long ago that ISIS put the noon, the Arabic noon, on all the Christian doorsteps because we are children of the promise and the Nazarenes. 
We follow Jesus. And so, are we surprised that we are persecuted? St. Paul says, this is going to happen. Jesus says, this is going to happen. And yet, today still in America, we are being persecuted. But it is not a persecution of flesh. It is a persecution of mind. Our minds are being attacked. And so Jesus has come to bring freedom from so that we can live freedom for. Why do we get persecuted? First, it's because there are people that are not living in the Spirit of God. People who even call themselves Christian, who are living so scared, like slaves. But also because there are bad ideologies, like Islam. Islam was founded, all submission, spread through convert or die. Convert or die. This is how Islam was spread. It's the same in today's culture, though. Say what I want or get canceled. Say what I want, get bullied. How many of our children in our schools, they're living as children of the promise? Bullied. Talked about. This type of king sees Jesus as a threat. Many people want a convenient faith that doesn't challenge their way. I would say this, if the Christian life for you is not an uncomfortable life because the world is so secular and so anti-Jesus, then you might not be living it correctly. If it's not hard for you, I would challenge you. But don't forget, you have this community, freedom from, for, love, joy, peace. It's better this way, guys. See what happens, though, to this king, King Herod. Can we say King Herod? The gospel says in verse 19, after Herod died. Imagine you go up to someone that's living in the flesh and your way of preaching the gospel is, hey, do you know you're going to die? Isn't that true, though? Living in the flesh building treasure in this world that is just going to decay and go away after Herod died and he never knew true love, never knew divine peace. There's no fear in love. Say this with me. Perfect love casts out fear. We have these second groups of kings. These three kings who came to Jesus and are looking for Jesus. They see a star and they want to see Christ. And the gospel says, on entering the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. They prostrated themselves, meaning they worshipped him, and they opened their treasures. They worshipped. Worship means to give worth to. Say that with me. Worship Worship. means... To give worth to. When you worship something, it means you're giving worth to it. It means that you value it. It means that you care. And so the question in all of our lives is what do we value and what do we worship? And I would say what is actually probably the wrong word. It should be who. What can't love you back? Who is divine love? Amen? Today, Let's worship and open your treasure to the third king. Let's worship and open our treasures to this third king, 
What's his name? Jesus. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the giver of life. Jesus is King. And yet, he goes to Pontius Pilate, and Pontius Pilate says, Are you a king? And he says, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, many angels would come. A king, Jesus, is one who has dominion. A king has power. A king has ownership. Is Jesus your king? Do you live in the heavenly Jerusalem? You might say, the heavenly Jerusalem is in heaven, and yet heaven is on earth because of the Holy Spirit. Heaven is inside of you because of the Holy Spirit, the promise of God. Next week, it's going to be the first week of Denha, the Epiphany, and we're going to hear from Luke chapter 4. Jesus is in Nazareth. He goes into the temple. He opens the scroll to Isaiah, and he communicates his mission. So next week, you're going to hear this. Jesus says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, to proclaim, he has sent me to proclaim freedom. <laughs> he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. St. Paul says, for freedom, Christ set us free. Stand firm and do not submit to the yoke of slavery. We are no longer slaves. Family, you're not a slave to the Ten Commandments. You're not a slave to I have to do what's right all the time. Yes, should you do right. Amen. But it's not because, it's not because I have to. It's because the Spirit of God is living inside of me and I want to. It's love. Love is a desire. If you don't have a desire, pray this with me. Say it. Come Holy Spirit. When you desire God, it's all grace. A grace is a gift from God. It's all grace. So if you need God, if you need desire for God, pray to God. Lord, I want to want you. Lord, I, I want to love you. I don't love you. I love sin. I feel like a slave, but I love you, and I want to love you. For freedom, Christ set us free. Come, Holy Spirit.